stars at night are big and bright Deep in the heart of Texas The prairie sky Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the For the Love of the Game. This is episode 7 and this is Paige coming to you from deep in the heart of Frisco, Texas. And Mackenzie is coming from not Texas. (laughs) Not Texas today, unfortunately. I wish I was, honestly. I wish you were too. So fun. It's Independence Day for Texas. Oh, oh yes. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crazy day. It is hump day. It is Texas Independence Day. Texas baseball is looking hot. And it's Ash Wednesday. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. And um, that's where we're at. So we are just feeling very excited, though, today because it's just a great day. It's a great it's a day great for day. baseball. It's a great day. Okay, the games are going off right now. We're recording on a Wednesday. There's midweek games happening, and they're fantastic as I'm watching them. And then there were great games yesterday. There's going to be great, great games this weekend. Yes. So we're excited. We're excited to talk about it. Um, yeah, so we're can't... really excited. We're getting closer and closer to season play, weekend three. I feel like it was just the first week in a baseball like two seconds ago so I'm so excited but like we're really getting into it yeah it's getting we're getting into it it's getting good things are getting better I mean looking at the games yesterday the scores were a lot closer than even the week before so shit's getting real it's getting exciting and it's nice to have because we do not have major league baseball we don't, and it's not looking its not looking too cute, fun, and fresh. No, it's looking real, real bad, real bad. Really bad, really bad. Really bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've discussed many times on this show that we are team players. Yes. Like, for the side of the players. Yes. And <laughs> I just don't understand. I don't... Yeah. And it's like the blatant lies that are coming from Rob Manfred and the owners that really get me because I'm like, oof, we just caught you in another lie. I know. No, seriously. And like we were saying, it's like the players are not asking for anything irrational. I mean, obviously, we are fans of the players and the teams, but they really aren't. Like, it's just ridiculous. And Paige and I were talking about before, I was like, I just feel like both sides are not budging, but I feel like the players actually have the right to not budge. On the other side, I just, I, I, I just don't agree. I don't agree with I, it. I don't understand how people are supposed to agree. I just think that people think the players are being greedy. Well, yeah, no, they're not. They have, they play more games than any of the other top four sports in this country, and they make the lowest minimum salary of any of those sports. Yeah. By a lot. Not even close. By a lot. And yeah. then on top of that, the owners are trying to like put in a salary cap, but you're not even paying your your baby players. And it's not actually yeah. a salary cap, I should say. It's the CBT, which is the tax that teams get taxed when they go over a certain salary. But they're trying to make yeah. it small. And it's just annoying because they just don't want to pay people what they're worth and – I Which I don't so agree with. And I mean, obviously you look at some of these players' salaries and it's like, yeah, absurd amounts of money for like everyday people. Totally understand that. But like also they're making the money. They are making so much money for the organization. Like it's just insane. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. the number is big, but I mean, they're also worth that much. So, And the number that they're asking for also is not for the Max Scherzers, the Mike Trouts, the Fernando Tostes Juniors of the game. They're asking for a number for the people that are just starting out, that have been in debt for the last five years because a minor league baseball player makes about 10 grand a year. Um, Because not only when it's your first year in major league, do you not even make the minimum salary because you get shuttled back and forth between – I mean, not everyone, but, like, it's often a majority. that teams send you back and forth between AAA and Major League. AAA, Major League, yeah. AAA, Major League, or AA, 
MLB, AA, MLB. And so you're getting sent back and forth. And so you don't make the minimum salary because you get a prorated salary based off of however many yeah. games you play. And I so, think that's where some people get conflicted. You know what I mean? Like people who are like new to like this whole thing, thinking that it's just like MLB players, like top players asking for more money or whatever it may be. But like you said, it's for the little guy. It's for the players that are like, Drafted high, great, amazing players, gonna be great in organization, and like we said, literally make like ten grand. Like they're living below the poverty line on that, and they're having to do other jobs in the yeah. off season, and the lifestyle that you have to live. And I don't mean that in like a luxurious way. Like the lifestyle that you are required to live because you have to eat a certain way, have specific trainers. Some of those trainers right now people can't have because they're locked out. On the off season, when you're home, you don't have your team trainers, so you have to hire other trainers or other people to help keep you. Like, you're paying for all these things. You're not making any money. And so then when you're finally able to make what you are worth, you're still not making it. Like, I just don't yeah. – I don't know what to say, and yeah. I don't know how people – I don't know how people don't side with the players on this and how they don't see, like, what the things the owners are doing are literally all for show. It's all yeah. for show. They were never going to – the players came – like, they said – I don't know. It just blows my mind. It just blows my well, mind. Well, and we were talking about Paige that we were hopeful on uh, – my days are literally jumbled. What day was it? Monday. It yesterday? was Monday. Yeah, Monday. Monday. That we were hopeful. Like, they had been in meetings all day. We were like, I was hopeful that they were going to come to, like, some sort of, like, middle ground agreement and then just pure letdown. I was like, okay. Cool. Well, they looked like they were maybe making progress. They had agreed on a couple things. I know MLB yeah. wants to, like, expand the playoffs. They came to, like, somewhat of a happy medium in that with a 12-game or a 12-team playoff. I mean, they were making some progress. And then the next day, they don't meet until, like, three hours before their new deadline because this is a bullshit <laughs> deadline. There's no deadline. Like, no. I don't understand why they said there's a deadline. We have No, there's no deadline there's no deadline <laughs> I don't understand I don't get why they say this and so then they don't on Tuesday they wait until three hours before to finally meet and then they come out and say oh the players are completely different today they don't want the things that they or they're not doing the same things that they said yesterday and the players came back and were like we're we've none of us have retracted anything we said like yeah. we're still here negotiating what? Like, I just feel like MLB tried to negotiate, but not not give out actual good deals, but still pretend to negotiate on Monday night so that they could say, look, we even did this to make themselves look good on Tuesday when they say, no, fuck the players. Because Literally. they're just trying to make them look bad, and I don't get it. I don't – we know. pay to watch players. Have you ever gone to, like – I don't know. Mackenzie, what was the last baseball game you went to? Like, Major League. Uh, Major League? That's a good question. Last time was spring training, literally March before. Um, I probably went to – oh, I went to a Yankees game. Actually, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Right. I went to a Yankees you, game just this last summer, just in June. Yes. Yeah, I, I knew you went to one. Did you yes. go to the Yankees game to watch the owners of the Yankees, or did you go to see Aaron Judge? Like, exactly. I just don't understand why the owners think, like, they – no. And then to say that when they say that, that it's not profitable. Sorry, we're spending so much time talking about this. But it boils <laughs> my blood because to say that it's not profitable to own a Major League Baseball team, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. I know. And also, Paige and I were talking about, like, respect to Derek Jeter. Like, I really – Oh, yeah. Yeah, stepping down from the Marlins, like, yeah, they don't prioritize winning. And I just – yeah, I I like that. I'm sad because, like, Derek Jeter's the fucking GOAT. I think everybody can agree on that. But, like, good for him. Good, good for, him. for him. No, and I hope he does something with a team that does not prioritize tanking and does not want a losing team. Literally. And I just – I can't. But, anyway, with that being said, I we've talked about how hopefully now college athletes, now that they can make money off their name in college and use NIL to make some money – Maybe they'll be willing to stay in college for that extra fourth year that they yeah. don't normally do because as a minor league player, you're making ten grand. That's about it. 
I think like that is insane. I mean, I'm sure any anybody who's listening to this, anybody can agree. Like that's just. I mean, I get it. They're playing baseball. They're doing what they love. But like, are you are you joking? Ten grand, yeah. Nobody can live. That's like here you go. Enjoy your one meal a month. Like, yeah. what are you gonna buy with that? I don't. I don't. Nothing. I, don't, I just. It doesn't no. make sense. And it's so, just. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. But hopefully now that college athletes can do this, I think it could incentivize them to stay longer, especially if there's someone who maybe has a couple of deals in college, but yeah. knows they won't get drafted until later in the draft. They're not going to make much on a signing bonus. They know they won't make much in their first year in the minor leagues. They could make more potentially staying in college. And so I think yeah. that's really exciting for players and could really change Change some things in college baseball, seeing yeah, like and ex- and exciting for college baseball too, because you know, like, there's always been players throughout the years that you're like, oh, I wish they would have stayed. I wish they could have like continued. I wish we could have like seen them one more year. Maybe got the championship mm-hmm. the next year, whatever it might be. So I think it'll be like fun and interesting to see how yeah. this MLB lockout plays out with college baseball too. Yeah, no, for sure, because I think that if people are looking to get sponsorships, I mean, go after the college athletes right now because major league athletes can't be associated with with their teams right now. Not like, I mean, I keep them, obviously, with all the sponsorships, pay the players (laughs) any way they can get it. But I'm just saying they're not allowed to be affiliated with the team right now. And, oh, I heard something crazy, Mackenzie. I heard something crazy. So at the Cubs, like, so all minor league players have reported for spring training. They are in spring training. Someone said that, okay, so I was listening to this podcast with some major league players, but one of them is there right now as a minor league player. Yeah. And, like, with my air quotes for those of you who are just listening. And (laughs) they said they're not allowed to say the names. When they're in facilities, they're not even allowed to say the names of other, of the major league players. So it was the Cubs. Are you serious? it It was someone on the Cubs, and they were like, oh, who are you living with? And he was like, oh, Ian Happ. And they were like, shh. Like, the athlete was fucking Voldemort. Like, you couldn't say the name. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I, I mean, I just heard that on a podcast. Shout out the compound. Go listen. But, yeah, like, it's crazy there. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. I just, yeah, it just seems like a sucky position to be in for all of the above. Yeah. Obviously, that one really blows our blood. We just dropped like three f bombs in the first twelve minutes. I'm so I know, sorry to all of our PG ears, <laughs> but like it, it infuriates us because we love yeah. baseball and we want baseball and we have college baseball. We're so lucky. We have great games this week that we get a recap. We have great yeah. games coming up, but but we just had to touch on that. We had to get that out there. We had to, and I'm sure you'll hear more and more from us because it's a hot topic. And it, yeah, like Paige um, said, it really freaking boils our blood. It's so upsetting. It's, it's frustrating. It's so upsetting. But anyway, let's get into it. Should we get into some college baseball? Let's Should get we into do college it? baseball. Let's do it, guys. We, we're excited. We're excited. Not to be a downer about the whole MLB. But we're excited. This week, there were some midweek games that Paige is going to take us through. Some upsets that we had yesterday being some main ones. Great games. Mm-hmm. And then we'll also talk about what's to come this weekend in week three. Woo! Okay, as always, oh. can I start with Texas? Because yeah, Texas, Texas is our number one. Yes. Texas looked insane last night. So they had a midweek game versus Sam Houston. Uh, they started Andre Duplantier the second, but um, <laughs> he was very effective in his six innings pitch. Texas allowed only two runs in the whole game and six hits in their 10-2 victory. This weekend, though, is what we should all be so excited for. And I talk about this tournament a lot because I this tournament has a soft place in my heart. But it's the Shriners Classic. So not only does it benefit the children, but it's a fun-ass time. So yeah. they will be down in Houston at the Shriners Classic. They will play in number 17, Tennessee, on Friday, which I'm so excited for because – these two teams, not only are they both in the top 25, we have number one, Texas, number 17, Tennessee. But um, for those of us who remember back in 2021, these teams played in Omaha and Texas eliminated Tennessee um, in, while they were in the losers bracket, game one of the losers bracket. Oh. So, nice. 
that's that's gonna be a fun one and then on saturday they play number seven lsu so another great game that's a top 10 team game and then on sunday they play ucla and do not sleep on ucla not no no we've talked about ucla a lot this season we really have yeah ucla that'll be this tournament is just for in the simplest terms i'm just jealous that i'm not in texas this weekend it's gonna be yeah. really great. Yeah. If yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, if I was not like if there was not a tournament literally out my window that I was going to instead, yeah. I would be at this one because I've gone to this one the last two or three years. It's just so good. I'm about to sneeze. It's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you do? Do you plug? Do you hold your nose like that? Yeah, I don't want to sneeze. So I plug my nose until it goes away. That's actually amazing. I might have to try that. Dude, what I do is I put, like, my tongue to the roof of my mouth, and it always stops it. So I've never seen that, but I like that one. I'm going to try no, it next time. And then sometimes even when I sneeze, I still plug my nose, and people say it's really bad because someone tried <laughs> It's someone so tried... bad for you. <laughs> yes. Someone said that your brain can explode if you do yes. that. Dude, that's what I heard too. I literally, I think I heard that too in like elementary school or middle school. And ever since then, I stopped doing it because I was like, holy crap, I cannot risk that. I don't care. I'm still going to do it. Uh, but yeah, no, my I pray for my brain. But yeah, so that's Texas. Lovely. Okay, then we have number two, Ole Miss. They are 6-0 going into this weekend. They had two midweek games. This week versus ULM on Tuesday, which they won 10 to 2. And then they currently have a game underway right now, which I know Paige is following. Do we have the score on that one? Yeah, it is one to one in the bottom of the fifth. So if they okay. win this game, they'll actually be 8 0 going into the weekend because they won oh, last night. Mm -hmm. Yes. Beautiful. So, but it's a close one. It's one to one. ULM did not look as good as they're looking right now last night. So um, if this one wraps up by the end of the episode, we will update you with the final score. Perfect. And then this weekend, they have three games at UCF. So yes. we'll see. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then I'll also say number three, Arkansas. Um, they also had a midweek game at home versus Omaha today, Wednesday, mm -hmm. which is also currently underway. Paige, what's the score it's on that one? 10 to 2 Arkansas in the bottom of the fifth. Oh. Which we're not really surprised. Omaha's, yeah. I mean, Arkansas has a three-ranked team, and Omaha is pretty easy competition. But yeah. good for Arkansas. So they're probably going to be going five to two into this weekend series at home versus Southeastern. Yes. All right. Then we have Oklahoma State, who had a very exciting midweek game last night. I was like on the edge of my sheet watching this, literally just through the stat tracker because. Super Pac-12 Network doesn't have an agreement with ESPN Plus, so you can't watch their games. Dude. Stupid. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're – I'm sorry. We're just really irked this episode. But that There's so many frustrating things about baseball that's not right. In college baseball, the freaking MLB, all across the board. It's so frustrating. But anyways, back to Oklahoma State. Insane. <laughs> so, honestly, ASU was looking like they were going to win it. Um Literally going into the eighth because Oklahoma State just had cold bats. I think it, they had one run, but then going to the eighth, they have t they got two walks and an error, which loaded the bases, and then a double by Brett Brown tied the game. So really, even when they added those few runs that they then got, those were unearned runs. So their bats were still looking cold. So I was like, mm, well, nice little comeback. I don't really think they're gonna make it though because. All of those were unearned runs. They all happened because of walks. Put in a new pitcher. They'll be fine. Well, no. They tacked on another run to make it 5-4. to four. Oklahoma State then scored two more in the ninth. And Arizona State added another in the ninth, too, to try to get the comeback. It just didn't work. It was a 7-5 to five final. So Oklahoma State really came back. Yeah. Um, but they're also playing today. And Oklahoma State also came back. So they oh. started actually a little bit more hot. They put three runs on the board in the first today. And then Arizona State answered back with five. But um, they both kept scoring little runs here and there. Oklahoma State really opened their bats in the seventh. And it's now 11-6. So we're at the end of the eighth. That game's about to be wrapped up. But it's not looking good for ASU for a second day in a row. Darn. I mean, 
good for Oklahoma State, though, really showing mm-hmm. out with their number four rank, playing good baseball, but also good for Arizona State for, like, putting up a tough fight against Oklahoma State. So, yeah. Not sure. bad. Great. And then this weekend, they have a three-game series versus Gonzaga at home. Nice. Beautiful. Um, Then we have number five, our Vandy boys. Um, They had a midweek game versus Central Arkansas on Tuesday, which they won five to two. No-brainer. Good little midweek game in there. Um, Davis Diaz had an incredible game on Tuesday. He went two for three and has in .866 OPS right now. So, Davis Diaz, go off, honey. And then we have, oh, this this actually intrigued me. They have four games against Hawaii in Honolulu with a doubleheader on Saturday. Lots of games this weekend for Vanderbilt. And I don't know about you, Paige. I always feel like Hawaii is, like, a decent baseball team. Like, kind of random. I don't know why. It might just be me, my thought process. Mm. But they're decent. So, like, I think it'll be – I mean, I think it varies on the year. I think it's also because – my little sister, she's in her senior year, and I think she has some friends who actually play for Hawaii. They play Hawaii baseball. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see this this series this weekend. I think it'll be cool. They switched places with you. They're now I know. in Tux. I know. Yeah. Did I mention, you guys, I'm back in Salem, Oregon, and it's freaking rainy and terrible, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Gotta love it's it. Fine. Gotta love it. Oh, rough. All right. Then Stanford, we discussed their midweek loss on our last episode on Monday. They lost to UTSA. This weekend, they play at Sunken Diamond, which is their home stadium against Cal State Northridge. Wow. Beautiful. That should be a decently easy game, but also, like we said, California teams competing, competing against each other. Who knows? So go Stanford. And then we have number seven, LSU. Their midweek game is tonight. After we record, Paige, yeah, it's later mm-hmm. on. They're playing New Orleans tonight at 4.30 Pacific time, 6.30 Central time. So we won't be able to keep you guys updated during this recording of this podcast. But if you're listening now, right when this uploads, go and watch it. So we'll see how they do tonight. And then they are going classic this weekend. Uh-oh. Yes, I agree. That'll be a good one. Um, number 10, te- number one, Texas is great. Oklahoma is I, I'm. <laughs> is it number one? I know. I'm kidding you. I'm giving you a hard time. I didn't mean to. I meant number one. <laughs> I, but I was mean thinking. To Texas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me on your Independence Day. Um, but Oklahoma, I have a soft spot in my heart for them too because I watched them play a couple weeks ago here, and their coaches like melted my heart with how they were talking to fans. So I'm excited to see them play. I think they'll lose, love. but I'm excited to see them play. Love. So love, love, love. Um, and then number eight, NC State. That's Mackenzie. That's kind of your team. You want to talk about them? It kind of is. I know. I was seeing that they were up next. So, yes, number eight, NC State. Excited. They are 8-0 going into tonight's game against Campbell, which is currently happening. Paige also mm-hmm. has a score on that one, our little scorekeeper. What is the score right now? <laughs> it is 3-2 in the top of the fifth. Oh, so it's a close really? one. Who, yep. uh, this might be a long shot. We might not have the stats on this, but did Campbell play somebody else recently? I feel like I've seen their name. Yeah, they played a couple teams recently. Somebody. Hold up. Did you try to pull it up? They played a couple people, like kind of In our a top few. 25, right? Yeah, and I want to say they even maybe have a series coming up, or maybe they just had one against, why? I just, I, we just talk about I'm so many pull teams. This up real quick. I know, but I'm like, I've seen their name and I know that they've played somebody in our top are they the campbell camels are they (laughs) yes i was just saying that was like nice okay love to see it oh so they played east carolina they lost to them Mm. they played maryland lost all three games to them air force okay so i guess maybe i'm just seeing them because of the east carolina matchup that they had and maryland they're now in our top yeah 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 so Mm -hmm. um 
okay. Kind of checks out that it's a little bit close, but like, come on, NC State, let's, let's get it going. Um, but this weekend, um, they will have a three-game series versus Northeastern at home. So, pretty easy competition, not getting into anything too serious quite yet, but that is NC State for this week. Yes. All right. Then number nine, Mississippi State. And these are D1 baseball rank, uh, rankings, correct, Mackenzie? Yes, they are. I just want to give credit to where credit is due. D1 Baseball ranked Mississippi State ninth. Um, and they had two midweek games, one versus Grambling, which was a little closer than expected, but they pulled it out and won two to one. The other versus Southern Mississippi tonight at 6 p.m. Central Time, 4 o'clock Pacific. So it's about to start in about 30 minutes. Um, you'll have that game underway. Over the weekend, they go to Louisiana to play Tulane for three games. Nice. Love to see it. Oh, Paige, I'll let you talk about our little upset that happened last night because I knew you were following closely when I was on the plane. Number 10, Florida State. Okay, so I wrote a blurb about it as like as if I'm a sports writer and I'm not. I love I'm just that. Gonna, I love I'm just going to write my blurb because I was so into it and I was just typing like as things happened I was like oh my gosh this yeah. is happening I don't want to forget this I don't anyway um so a Tuesday game versus Mercer which was five to three Florida State going into the ninth got a little crazy um Mercer had quite a rally in the bottom of the ninth putting two Mercer batters on base via walks so with runners on first and second Andrew Armstrong throws a wild pitch for Florida State, and there are runners on the corners. We have a runner on first and third. A single then scored the runner on third, making it five to four, and a throwing error ended up scoring the tying run. So a little craziness, a little sloppiness actually there. Then we are at a 5-5 game with a runner on second, no outs, and a pitching change happening. So this was another one of those games where I was like, oh, just change the pitcher. Maybe they'll be fine. Yeah. No. A ground out moved the base runner, David Burke, to third. Two straight walks loaded the bases, followed by two strikeouts, though, which sent the game to extras. Um, So I was like, oh, they're just hoping to get that double play right there. That's why they loaded the bases. Well, they didn't even need to, like, walk those two batters because they got two strikeouts. Anyway, then... The 10th was empty for both teams, but in the 11th, Mercer scored in the bottom of the 11th to win the game. So kind of a crazy little game there for Florida State. It's always exciting, too. I mean, fourfold Florida State, but it's always exciting, too, like in the ninth inning, too, when a team's like, yeah, we're going to tie this up. We're going to make this a game. So Mm -hmm. good for you, Mercer. Appreciate it. Good job. Love to see it. Yeah. And then um, Florida State plays Cal at home for a three-game series this weekend. So a little Pac-12 action for Florida State. Yes, fun series right there. And then to another Pac-12 team, we have number 11, Arizona, who is now 7-1. They had a midweek game versus Dixie State, which was pretty slow. They were scoreless through the 7th. Both teams added a run in the 8th, so they were tied 1-1. No runs in the ninth. Meant free baseball. We love, we always talk about free baseball, extra innings, baby. But in the 10th inning, it was not Arizona who scored. It was Dixie. Oh, well, Dixie State didn't score. Then Arizona loaded the bases. But, or uh, then Dixie State walked in the winning run. Final score, 2-1. to one. Wait, so Arizona won that game? Yeah, Arizona won. Am I, uh, guys, I'm getting mixed up all of my, like, upsets. I could have swore that I saw, that's why I got a little ahead of myself on that one. I could have swore I saw that Dixie State won that game. I must have just been following it when it was close, though. Maybe that's, I was getting a little ahead of myself. Arizona <laughs> pulled out to win that one. Sorry, Arizona. My B. My yeah, B. they won. Yeah. They won, but still, close competition with Dixie State, which... Yeah. I know we ask a lot of questions in this podcast because there's just a lot of teams to keep up with, but, like, where is Dixie State? Is that – I'm assuming somewhere in the South, but – It's got to be Dixie. Dixie, um, I'm assuming. Alabama, Alabama, maybe? Alabama. Let me, let me check because isn't Alabama, Dixie. like, technically – I don't know. I think – so. I can never remember which Southern State Dixie is associated with. Um, It's – Wow. Wow, we're going to sound really, really fucking dumb. Oh, no, 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 no. I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. It's, oh, wait. What? What, what, what? Well, the, when I first, maybe I'm just going to 
gonna sound really dumb. When it first, it says St. George, Utah. What? For Dixie State? Yes, it says St. George, Utah. UT is Utah, right? <laughs> Wait, what the heck? I have to look this up now. I'm sorry, no, guys. And I'm, making myself sound, I'm making myself sound dumber than oh, I actually am. Oh, no, Obviously. it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like second myself. I was like, wait. Dixie State University ah. is a public university in St. George, Utah, in the state's Dixie region. I'm so sorry, but like, okay, <laughs> viewers, if you're tuning in, like, please give us a little bit of reassurance. Dixie, you think freaking the South. So sorry for assuming, but okay. Actually, a Utah team. Good for them. Okay. Oops, learn something new every day. Okay, Dixie State in Utah. Amazing. Love to see it. Um, but anyways, Arizona is playing a three-game series against Texas State. Paige, one of your little teams in Beat Tucson up. this weekend. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so, excited to see what happens. I'm really yeah, excited for that too. one. Because we said in the last episode, Texas State's kind of looking good. Mm -hmm. Arizona struggled a little bit on this midweek game, and they got blown away by Grand Canyon last midweek. Like, last midweek yeah. so i'm a little excited to see <clears throat> what's gonna happen yeah go cats too. i think it'll be good yeah hopefully, hopefully. i mean we can we can only, we'll see. We can only i don't know i feel like you're gonna want arizona to win this and i'm gonna be like hee hee i kind of want to say i know and i'm gonna be like <laughs> but it's okay i don't i honestly don't expect texas state to win this one but i expect them to maybe be slightly competitive Yes, and it would be fun if they won. It'd be, and also it's like great baseball to watch if they can, you know, be competitive. Mm -hmm. So, I'm for cool. sure. Um, for our Pac-12 people that are listening, if you want to know about Texas State a little bit more, I would really look a player to look at would be John Withrich. He um, is, I want to say he's an outfielder at Texas State, but he just keeps going off and off and off. So I see his name in all of the little Texas State blurbs. So. Love. John Lethbridge, look at him if you're watching the Texas State game this weekend. Ooh. Yay. Ooh. All right. Notre Dame. They have no midweek games. And, okay, I'm getting kind of sick of Notre Dame because they're playing <laughs> a bunch of nobodies. And I'm like, great. I know. I know. Like, you're not playing anyone. But I did look. They're playing, like, I looked at their full season. And they will play, like, a couple decent teams. But I was like, really? Like, mm. I know. Anyway. It may it makes me kind of question their rank too. Oh, I mean they're twelve right now, sitting in the middle of the pack. But I don't want to say what ranking I saw it in because I'm not sure if it was Baseball America or it was some ranking. But some they had them at like a three spot or something, and I was like, mm -hmm. in what world is Notre Dame a three spot? Like, who are they playing? You no know. One. So yeah. And I mean that will stay true this weekend. They play Illinois, Michigan State, and Minnesota. So some more nobodies. Some more nobodies. I'm like, come on, let's get mm -hmm. some competition. Not that Minnesota's not ever a nobody. I mean, I think we played them in regionals yeah. or super re super regionals in like 2018, maybe. 2018? Yes, and they were actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. I remember mm -hmm. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But and speaking of who, what did you want to say? One more thing, Paige. No. Okay. Speaking of the regionals and the beeves, we come to number 13, Oregon State, baby. Um, going 7-0 and into this weekend's game. They were supposed to have a midweek game yesterday versus Seattle. It was postponed due to weather. So the bees are going to play UC Irvine for their first games at home this weekend. And I'm really excited. I'm sure Paige is really excited, too, even though she doesn't get to be there. But... Um. I'm hopeful oh. for them. I'm hopeful for them. I'm a little nervous yeah. for them. I am too, to be honest. I mean, UC Irvine, we've seen them there before. We've played them multiple oh, yeah. times. So I'm really hopeful too. I'm I'm also, this is just like me being a little bit selfish. This has nothing to do with like the beeves and the baseball playing. Please, God, take the rain away. I do not want the first season home opener to be rainy games. Like, please, just please, no rain. I'll even handle the cold, just no rain. <laughs> like, the rain is yeah, the worst at Goss Stadium. Don't you agree, Paige? Like, that was that's always, like, I hate sitting in the, the rain. The best was when we were able to go into the alumni room before we got in trouble yeah. for always going into the alumni room because we could, like, <laughs> be there but not be there. <laughs> but not but not be there in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, so, very excited for this weekend and the beefs. Yeah. 
a little sad news as we talked about last weekend jake fennings who was their number two starter um he is hurt and rumor has it it's not going to be season ending but he will Good. miss a few weeks maybe a little more than a few but he'll miss some weeks um rumor has it it's just something in his back maybe with his lat not sure cannot confirm or deny but <laughs> you heard it here first if that is yes so I'm hopefully not season ending being the main yeah. thing that he's yeah. hopefully not going to be out for too long so should just be a little sprain from what I've heard, but again, I cannot tell you my sources. Cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> anyway, okay, number fourteen, Florida. Um, they are six and two. They had a midweek game versus North Florida on Tuesday, which they won eleven to two. Pretty easy win. Wednesday, tonight, they're playing Florida A&M at 6 Central Time, 7 Eastern Time, so that's not quite yet. That's starting shortly, though. So, if we have a score by the end of our recording, we'll keep mm -hmm. you guys updated on that one. Um, and then they are heading to number 22 Miami this weekend for three games. So, that'll be a fun series, a fun little Florida matchup in like a 14-22 rank I'm excited. That should be a fun series. Yeah, that should be a good one. Hopefully, um, I mean, Miami's good. Yeah. Florida's good. It's yeah. just going to be whew, a little scary. I don't know. I don't know how to feel yeah. about it for Florida. Don't know, mm -hmm. but we'll see. Uh -huh. I will pull up their thing right now so I remember to check um, at the end of our episode and we can give that last update on their game. But Florida – Moves us north to Georgia. 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 Um, so this was their second time they had a midweek game versus Wofford on Tuesday. Um, it was looking like it was going to be another dominant win over Wofford when Georgia put up five runs in the second after already scoring in the first. But I think Wofford had a little chip on their shoulder. They were not going to let that set the tone for the game. They also scored in the first and then scored four in the third and added on another to tie it in the so this one stayed six to six until the top of the ninth. And then Georgia finally was able to tack on another run and make it seven to six and pull out the win. So nice. a high stress game for Georgia actually low key against Wofford. No, seriously. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Interesting. But they should have a little bit of a more exciting um weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. So another top 25 matchup, they are playing number 18, Georgia Tech. And this one's happening all over the state. So on Friday, they will play in Atlanta at Georgia Tech. On Saturday, they'll go home and play in Athens. And then on Sunday, they'll play in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Don't know where that is, but map it. My Atlanta. All yes. over the flipping place this weekend for Georgia. I feel like I was trying to think about it. I was, that would be like if the Ducks and the Beavers played. And we played yeah, one yeah, game yeah. in Corvallis, one game in Eugene, and then maybe one game in Portland. And like, like Portland. Bend. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right? probably like, all together. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that was sure. then. Love to see it. Good job, Georgia. Okay, number 16, TCU. They had an 8-5 win over UT Arlington on Tuesday, yesterday, and then this weekend they go to Kentucky for three games. Pretty straightforward for TCU. And then we have 17 Tennessee, who is 7-0. Tuesday they played Eastern Tennessee in a game which they won 4-1. And then this weekend they go to the Shiners Classic as well in Houston to play Texas, Baylor, and Oklahoma. So... We're excited for Tennessee and all those teams in the Shriners Classic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to stay updated on the Shriners Classic. Oh, it's going to be a good one. I'm sad I'm missing it. It's going to be really Oof. good. I know. It's going to be really good. I will stay I will stay up to date with that one, too, as much as I can. I wish the ESPN mm -hmm. app was just a little, a little more user-friendly, but... The Shriners normally tweet about it, too. Like, the literal True. Shriners company, they tweet about it, Love which is that. weird because you're like, shouldn't you be tweeting about these, like, kids? But, no. They tweet <laughs> about baseball during this during this weekend. They Let's really do. Um, but, yeah. All right. Then, Georgia Tech, we already told you, plays Georgia, or plays Georgia this weekend, but they played Georgia State on Tuesday. Uh, Georgia State scored four runs on five hits to – 
Georgia Tech scored four runs on five hits to beat Georgia State four to two. Yikes, a little typo there on my my part. Um, another Tech school though, going from Georgia Tech to Texas Tech. Texas Tech played here in Dallas on Tuesday. A tough game, kinda. That went into extras. Ty Coleman and Jace Young just looking chest kiss as always. But Hudson White, I wanted to mention him because he got his first career home run as a Texas Tech Red Raider, and they were able to pull out a 4-3 oh, to three win in the 10th. Love that. Yeah. Super cute. I love seeing shit like that happen. Uh, this weekend, they have four games versus Merrimack at home. Merrimack's in Massachusetts, y'all. We don't have to Google that one. We Google don't have to Google us. it. <laughs> Google that one for us. So, uh, yeah, and they'll have two games on Saturday as part of the doubleheader. So exciting beautiful stuff. beautiful then we have number 20 another one of our favorites liberty um they played tuesday versus radford they won 11 to 3 a pretty easy win for them then this weekend Paige, have you looked up the name of this team or do i need to try and butcher it's got to be canisius right canisius i was thinking that you know that's what i was thinking but then i was like that iu situation at the end like is it weird we're gonna go with canisius i <laughs> gonna hope we're correct everybody but anyways this weekend they play Canisius for three games at home um yeah and they're coming from their hometown Canisius we're hoping in Buffalo so that's probably why I mean I I'm not hating on these small teams I think it's fabulous it's amazing but like Buffalo Buffalo baseball you never really hear about teams in Buffalo Nope, that's why I looked it up. That's why you looked it up. There are exactly. the, the Golden Griffins, the Canisius College the Golden Griffins. Griffins. So I don't it. know oh. even what a Griffin is. I don't know either, but you know what? Go Liberty. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that one. Go Liberty. Yeah. Oof. All right, well then, Maryland? Yes. Maryland, Maryland. play Delaware. They play Delaware. I'm a, such a good singer. Celine Dion. You really are. Here. You really are. You really are. Such a liar. <laughs> my dad used to tell me I sounded like a dying seal, so now I never sing. Oh, my Lanta. Yeah, not That's just a seal, funny. but a dying a one. A dying seal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they won yesterday. They had a Beautiful. game. They won. And then they're going to Greenville, North Carolina this weekend to play a couple teams. Some nobodies. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, they're playing They're playing it's East Carolina, but yeah. like... And Michigan. Yeah. Go and Big Michigan. Blue. Go Big Blue. And Indiana State. I don't know you. Yeah. At least, you know, better competition than some of our, our other, like, top ten schools. So, yep. go Maryland. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then we have number 22, Miami, who we mentioned <laughs> earlier. No midweek games this week. So, they should be very rested to host number 14, Florida at home for the series this weekend. Moving on to number 23, Sacramento State, who is our new newly ranked team this week. They're 7-0, their first time in the top 25 this season. Um, they played Berkeley at Cal on Tuesday, lost 2-6. to six. Not necessarily a surprise. I think Cal's a better team than Sacramento State. Um, I mean, it's also beginning of the season, so we don't fully know. But tough mm -hmm. loss to Cal on Tuesday. And then they host Houston Baptist for four games this weekend, two of which are part of a doubleheader on Saturday. Lots of teams playing four games this weekend with doubleheaders. So. Mm -hmm. Happened last weekend, too. It's just. Yeah. Lots of baseball. Lots of baseball is happening in the streets. All right. North Carolina. Um, it is North Carolina's first time also being in the top 25 this season, just like Sacramento State. Uh, they played Longwood on Tuesday and won that one 16-4. They are currently playing Winthrop, and it is 7-3 in the bottom of the eighth. So I think they got that one down. Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> um, does your sock ever just, like, randomly start cutting off your circulation because that just happened to me so i think it looks like i just died i think oh, i just died. please just for the sake of seeing that please just watch the youtube video everybody please watch minute like 44 <laughs> just like i literally away. was looking at the screen and i was like something's going on i don't know if her chair fell i don't know what's going on but something is happening just like got to that point it's been on for like 12 hours all right um, Okay, Long Beach State. 
Oh, right. They fell from being 12th to 25th in D1 baseball rankings. So they're the only top 25 team that has a losing record going into this week. They got to get the boot. They got to get the boot. You're out of there. And there's no doubt. I don't have any doubt that they will be out of there. Even with what they do this weekend, they're playing NDSU, which like not, not a bad team. They had a regional, they made a regional last year. I didn't host it, sorry. But they had a regional last year. So I think they're playing a decent team. However, yesterday they played UCLA. UCLA won yeah. three to zero. I just think UCLA needs to be in that 25 spot. Yeah. Instead I of agree with you. I think the Dirtbags had a good run at it, a good start to their season, obviously, in weekend one. Mm-hmm. But I think as time goes on, especially like you said with that midweek game yesterday against UCLA, it's like, I, I just don't think they're really top 25 material right now. At least at this point. Who knows what will happen, but I don't think so. so. I don't either. Yeah, I mean, they're literally the only team with a losing record, and it's not even a close losing record. It's two wins and five losses now after playing UCLA. Yeah. Even if they host NDSU and they win all three this weekend, they're going to be five and five. They would be the only team that's 500 in the top 25. Like They just need – they got to get out. Gotta go. Sorry. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully they're not in our top twenty-five next week. Even yeah. if they are, um, I think we will talk about maybe some other teams that could be deserving of that spot also because I just don't see it right now for yeah. them. I really think that UCLA would be a better fit there. Um, I think so too. And also, I mean, they host NDSU this weekend at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see what they do, but I think even. I don't even know. With even if they sweep the series, I'm not really more sure. No, and I mean, yeah, and we can see what UCLA does too because UCLA is playing some like they're playing Texas, so it'll be interesting to see. I'm not going to say they're going to win that one. I don't think they will, but yeah, they're playing Baylor, Oklahoma, and Texas, so it'll be very interesting to see what UCLA does this weekend. Also, because I think they might be a little bit more, I don't know, a little more competitive. A little more competitive. I agree with you. Than uh, Long Beach State. Long Beach State, yeah. Also, on other news, I saw that Brandon Belt is at the UT game. Hook'em horns. (laughs) Oh, I never thought those words would come out of my mouth. I know. What's What's going on? (laughs) But anyway, Brandon Belt. So that's pretty cool. Um, We have players. I'm just going through my Twitter feed right now. I'm letting you guys know what I see. Brandon Belt is at the UT game. Players are Love. still protesting man fraud. Oh, fun. Yeah, um, yeah. Did we say that at the beginning of this episode? Either we I don't did think so. say it, but either way, yeah, that fun stuff is happening. <laughs> They're protesting right in front of MLB offices, chanting man fraud, um, chanting Rob Manfred hates baseball. Police are there just supervising oh, fun the stuff. vibes. Um it's just the vibes are yeah. just a wee bit aggressive. I'm I'm sensing a little bit of aggressiveness. <laughs> Slightly aggressive. Honestly, Slightly. I just don't think that I just don't think that anyone is I just don't understand. We're gonna miss Jacob DeGrom, Mike Trout, Max Scherzer, Fernando Tatis Jr. I don't wanna miss them all in their prime. This I don't even wanna like, think about it. Yeah, I don't even wanna think about it. It's so sad. Not to mention just like games this summer too. Like I just I love going to at least a couple MLB games every summer. Like, being in Oregon, it it's hard to, like, get to games outside of, like, the Mariners and, like, our California teams. But I always make an effort to go, and I'm like, can we just – yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Selfish. I mean, That's selfish of me as a fan, but I'm like, I'm No, sorry. we, we are straight they, the, both teams want the fans to – or both sides, not teams. Both sides yeah. want the fans to be happy. The players want the fans to – yeah. watch and come and the owners want they've got well maybe maybe <laughs> fuck the owners maybe they don't care because you locked <laughs> players out for months didn't negotiate with yeah. players and then you're doing bs bs things yeah mike trout said i want to play i love our game but i know we need to get the cba right instead of bargaining in good faith mlb locked us out instead of negotiating a fair deal rob canceled games Players stand together for our game, for our fans, and for every player who comes after us. We owe it to the next generation. And everyone's sharing it. Like, Fernando Tatis is sharing it with, like, a crayon on it. Like, they're just, they're united. And I don't think that people, like, 
if anyone is on the side of the owners still, you don't understand that this is for the greater good of not only the players now, not only the little mini mini ones that are just coming up, but also oh. everyone to come in the future. Like, yeah, every no, player to come up. Um, Mackenzie, yes. what's your screen time today? My screen time? Did it come up today? No, but I'm just asking what today's screen time is. How do I even know that? I don't know. You slide <laughs> over. You slide all the way over. I'm like, I hate to like roast myself sometimes, but like I am the worst iPhone user to like ever exist. I swear in college I was so good with technology and now as like time goes on, I'm like, what? I didn't even know you can do that. So yeah. What's your page? Two hours and two minutes. Is it this little thingy? Okay, show me yours again. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh my gosh, why is mine so high? Because you work from home. I don't get to, oh, like, I don't true, get to be on my true, phone all true. day. True. I, I was like, children. oh my god. Oh yeah, mine's three hours and five minutes, so not terrible. But I was like, oh my man, so what? Yeah, it is because I yeah. work from home. That's true, that's true. Yeah. My weekly oh. average, like my average for a day based off this week is four hours and 21 minutes. But that's probably going to go up because tonight you know I'm going to be on my phone. Okay. Have to. Have to. That's got to be a wrap of our episode. We have it's kept the listeners around. Everybody go check your screen time. Um, Ole Miss is currently beating ULM 7-1 to one now in the bottom of the sixth. Beautiful. Omaha is losing 2-13 to 13 now to Arkansas. NC State is – whoa. NC State what is losing 5-3 to three to Campbell. Oh, no. Oklahoma What's State ended up – sorry, what? Sorry, what's the inning for that NC State game? Um, well, I refreshed it because I was like, is this a joke? Um, it's the bottom of the sixth, and it is not a joke. It's 5-3. to three. <sighs> Okay. So we'll see. NC State? Oh. We'll see. Um, Oklahoma State ended up beating Arizona 11-6, to six, and it looks like North Carolina is still beating Winthrop in the top of the ninth, 7-2-3. That one's going to be over soon. It, uh, there's already an out, and it's looking like it's at UNC. So okay. that one's about to end, too. So Love those to are your updates. Um, Florida hasn't started yet, so we can't let you know anything about that one. And yeah, that's the pod. That's the pod, everybody. Thanks for sticking around through all of our venting and sidetracking this episode but we gotta keep it we gotta keep it fresh just gotta, gotta keep it real sometimes gotta keep it real but yeah that's a wrap of what's to come this weekend and we'll see mm -hmm. you guys back here after this weekend finishes up yeah have a blessed blessed evening have blessed a blessed ash wednesday happy independence day to all my texans the listening Texas, baby and <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. And Happy yeah. Happy hump day. Peace out.